And what he was doing was, and it's just my personal opinion, I haven't spoke to anybody, this is just me evaluating the game. What I saw out of James Harden was a guy trying to help Joel Embiid win the scoring title. A guy that was trying to help Joel Embiid win his first MVP. Because I saw him. We keep talking about Ben Simmons and what he bring on the defensive side of things. Where the hell was Ben Simmons last year when they were playing the Hawks and Trey Young was torching them? I'm, I'm telling y'all, look, I'm not jumping off this ship. I'm gonna have to sink with it. I am staying with the Memphis Grizzlies. You are now listening to The Hoop Forum on the Dip Podcast Network. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. They tried. Blake Griffin is your best player in the fourth quarter. Kyrie Irving missing for stretches at a time, looking completely unaggressive and not tuned in on D. Everything else falling flat. Steve Nash playing four guard lineups with KD on the floor. It was unbelievable. Somehow, the Brooklyn Nets pulled within four points of their own season. Kevin Durant. And failed. Kevin Durant, what, 38 tonight? 38 points? Somewhere around there. So, I mean, he was aggressive. But where was that the last two games? Like, Right, where, where was it the whole season? And in terms of the small margin there at the end, uh, that you were referring to of the game. And that's how all the games were. They were within a small margin. And I just, they kept pounding it in that the combined deficit of the last four games was uh, 14 points. So, like, okay, that doesn't matter. They still fucking lost. Exactly. I don't how fucking close it was. You lost three straight. Now you lost four straight and you're done. Four straight and done. Yeah, exactly. So you lost four straight. I don't give a fuck how close a games they were. You lost. You yep. failed. Yep. Exactly. And I mean, how many takes from Kyrie Irving did we see down down the stretch? They were looking nice. He was getting to the basket, but it was almost like there were six minutes between every basket that he had. Way too little. Way too little disengagement on the defensive end, too. I saw two. He was completely disengaged all around. Like at least I, in this last game, like the uh, past few games, he just hadn't been hitting shots, but he was just non-existent today. It was just ridiculous. I don't know what he was waiting for, to be honest with you. I really don't know. Like he almost seemed like he was waiting for the right moment at sometimes, but it was like he would ball watch on every single possession. That was confusing me a little bit the most because he wasn't even acting like he was trying to shut down open lanes. Anybody that got switched on to him in the corner. He would leave, including Grant Williams, who made two threes off of his ignorance. Mm-hmm. Like he just he just let things develop behind him. He had no interest in cutting off passing lanes. He had no interest in help defense. Like that was the thing about these Steve Nash four guard lineups. They have to all play defense, and they all tried, including Seth Curry, who's probably the worst actual defender out of all of them. But Kyrie wasn't even wasn't even in tune to anything on that end. 
Yeah, it was embarrassing to watch as as a fan of that guy on the offensive end and then yeah. a fan of that guy in terms of defending him on the defensive end because a lot of people want to talk shit about defense, but me and you both know, and as do a lot of people know, that Kyrie can lock in on defense, and he, he simply can. wasn't, and he hasn't been for this whole series. Right. And that was the case for them going in before. It's like, yeah, they have a bad defense overall, but in the playoffs, you know, you got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and they're just going to lock in on defense because you know they can, and they don't. They definitely don't. Which kind of fills into my overarching theory because we want to <laughs> keep saying, well, LeBron can just carry these teams. And it's like, well, can he? I mean, you're throwing Can LeBron's Kyrie name legitimately in there. lock in on defense? Is Kevin Durant legitimately still the best player alive? I think mentally, when it came down to it, when Blake Griffin wasn't playing excellent minutes, Kevin Durant was getting switched onto Al Horford almost exclusively on defense, and Horford was abusing that. And the sad thing to watch, too, is, yes, Kevin Durant was not getting past Grant Williams for some reason. He was not getting past Horford. He wasn't even getting nope. past Derek White. Nope. I was like, what's going on here? He's straight up just not being aggressive. He hit those insane floaters, too, just looking real nice and, like, yep. great takes. But then, like, he just failed to... Come through in like the last, the third quarter. Couldn't get to his spots. Let's this also, series. let's just also blame Steve Nash here too. I yeah. honestly don't know where he's going to be ending up in the off season, whether he's still going to be with the Brooklyn Nets. But right now that's not the greatest look because. You think they'd like, do you think they would like want to completely fire him? Like, do you think if he still wants to work for them, they'd give him another job? Take a demotion. Yeah. Maybe yeah. be in charge of like, I don't know, make him the shooting coach like he was on the Warriors. Yeah. Strictly. I don't know. Like, his rotations were really not impressing me. Not giving any minutes to Drummond, especially, is just wrong on this team when Drummond plays an ideal role for this team. Strictly right. rebounding. Yeah, and then what did you hear Steve Nash getting on the entire team's ass about? Rebounding. He says, we just need to rebound the ball and get stops. And your best rebounder isn't even on the floor. This right. is the playoffs. I understand yeah. it's Andre Drummond. We saw Drummond be a real embarrassment for the Lakers, but his role on this team is completely different than that. Well, they did confront him in the right before the fourth quarter. I heard that little interview, and she asked him, like, go, like, what is the most important? And he said, he's like, well, you know, obviously you need to get rebounds, but also we know we can't score with that lineup, so we have to, you have to balance it. And it's like they just couldn't find a balance Kevin Durant couldn't find a spot to save his life the whole series. I mean, they absolutely yeah. shut his shit down. Uh, I mean, yeah, he he put on a show tonight, but it wasn't what we're used to. And they kept the announcers mm-hmm. kept trying to sell. This is the Kevin Durant we know, and we're like, no, Mm-mm. it's not. It's not. It just this was wasn't. shelled. Pan- this was shelled panicking, Kevin Durant. Yeah, that Truly, was that was not the snake. Exactly. That was a cat trying to scratch its way out of a wet cardboard box. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. that was what I was seeing from Kevin. You saw the fear, mm-hmm. not even just the fear, the anxiety in his eyes. Yep. Because those, all his spots were just non-existent. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, it, it was yeah. goddamn impressive how well Boston defended this whole series. Especially I mean, that Tatum. is just fucking impressive. It yeah. Is. I mean, Tatum just phenomenal. 
Tatum, too, as well, in the postgame interview, talking to Chuck, he said that I don't want this to be the representation of what we can do this series. This is just the beginning. Like he says, I think he needs to make the Eastern Conference Finals to be a top five player in the league. I was thinking about that earlier. Asked one of my coworkers, and I said, "Where do if I said if Jason Tatum wins the championship this year, he's a top five player, right?" Well, championship for sure, definitely. I would say he makes the conference finals. He's a top five. That's a lofty claim. Just top alive. five is a crowd. Top five is a bit crowded at that point. I guess you put him over Embiid. If he beats Embiid face-to-face, I, I mean, Embiid's getting his ass beat right now by 13 against Toronto. Yeah, Top five might be tough. Maybe top seven. Eight. Yeah, like top eight to be comfortable. He's a right. top eight. Because if you're just making the Eastern Conference Finals without that chip, I can't even say you're really top eight yet. But I think we're going to see a quicker fall-off on these guys that are in the top five. That's my thought true, process. True, yeah. I, I think we're going to see a much quicker fall-off than people expected. Well, see, the thing is, is when I'm thinking of the top five right now, I don't even really think of Kevin Durant and LeBron. I think of Jokic, Giannis, Embiid, Stephen Curry. Yeah. All those guys. Steph Curry's certainly looking pretty nice this playoffs, playing the six man. Him and I mean, Kevin Durant is roles. Kevin Durant is still an amazing player. Arguably, he's in that five spot behind those guys right now. I was, I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's not hot at all when you're talking Kevin Durant. But... See, that's the thing, yeah. Moving forward, this Nets team has a lot to work on. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Kyrie. Um... Nothing's off the table in the NBA, so for anyone to sit out here and say that they're not going to... Brooklyn and uh, Kyrie and KD would never break up. I mean, that's just nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, we've always said that more likely than anything, Kyrie will just retire at some point out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, that could be on the way I, now. Oh, I, I mean, not. really hope not. Could be, dude. Because there was the quote saying that he wanted to retire at 30 and he just turned 30 a month ago. Could be done. If this is really it and this is all we get to see from Kyrie, then I will be very disappointed. Very disappointed. Yes, sad end, but I think we all would have expected it. Because I, would think. I mean, once okay, we're sitting here thinking right now that the same thing that Braun is saying, you know, like young God re, but then like we get three years removed without Kyrie and without these kind of performances in the playoffs, and then you start to see it all as a context, his career, and you're like, instead of it still building, and you're like, how good was this guy really? How good was he really? Because what he did earned him one championship, yes, alongside his best partner, the best complimentary pieces. Alongside the greatest player of 20 years. (laughs) Exactly. Two generations of players. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, he played the perfect compliment to that guy, and you can give him all the credit in the world for that because he did it damn well, walked away to become the guy, and it's just never been the same. It's never been the same. Well, and the idea of him teaming up with Kevin Durant is similar to the idea of him with LeBron. It's like, he's not the guy. Kevin Durant is obviously the guy. 
and you should be a great compliment. And we know that they can be devastating. Right. I just think, I mean, they were obviously a product of a lot this season, injury, health, COVID protocols, all that. Mm -hmm. But every team is dealing with something. So at the end of the day, it's the war of attrition. You can play the what if game all you want and we do it ourselves. But the reality is, is that they fell short. And they had Kevin Durant for the season, for a good portion of the season. See, that's where part of me started to think a little bit watching this game. I'm like, how much is that MCL still bothering him? You know, the sprain. Mm-hmm. He's had time. Yes, he's had time to get over it, but big minutes, it's definitely something that's on his mind. Was so that hampering every- him a little bit on the drive? You know, like. And, and that's what feeds my, my theory. My, my thought process and like, okay, this era is done because everyone last season after he came back from the injury and he had that ridiculous playoff run, they were like, yeah, KDC, he's the same guy. He lost by a toe. Is he the same guy though? Because they pushed him to his absolute limits last year and it came down to a toe. Right. And this year in the first round, his limits are pushed all the way. In the first round. Not a whole playoff run. In the right. first round. Oh, right. This wasn't 18 games in. Right. This is the first round. You're right. Like, that's a stark difference. We're not talking about a toe. We're talking about an absolute collapse. Right. And you did not look like yourself. Not a great look. Honestly. No. I just... I, I think the drop-off is here, dude. I... Have respect for that claim because I'm trying to sit here and rationalize it to myself because I sit here and think like, well, when it was Kobe, you know, like the same transition just kind of happened. Kobe just, you won a title and then all of a sudden the next year it was injury. The next year it was team got a little worse. Team got a little worse. Hit rock bottom. Those were the last right. year, four years of Kobe's career. He was and no Katie, longer Katie had the injury. Right, exactly. He had the big injury, took him right out of the finals, arguably his fourth ring or third ring. Ended a peak for him. Right, because he somehow that Achilles injury was really the last we saw of the snake. Don't you think so? Yeah, yeah, because... The because true I, snake. Yep, it's just hard to say that because of what he did last year in the playoffs, you know, with the 49 point game and like, but, but, but context is key. And here we are a year later and he's done in the first round. That's my point. It's yeah. like, yeah, he did what he did last year, but he still fell short last year. Yeah. And he fell even shorter this year. All I'm saying the same people that are chirping about LeBron being done. Need to start thinking about Kevin Durant being done right. in terms of a legitimate title threat. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm not saying either or for sure. I guess I, I guess I won't say that 100. Maybe not in this setting, but I know I'll talk shit in the group chat and say it. Uh, <laughs> but I think that conversation, the Kevin Durant conversation, starts now. I am giving him one. I give it one more year. Same same feelings as the AD situation in Los Angeles. Give it one more year. If it doesn't work, then it, that's the end. 
So Kevin Durant's got one more year to grab that title or it's done. I would say yes. I would say so. Because next year, I mean, fingers crossed, they're going to have Ben Simmons. You know? Like, you would hope so. The reality is is he's just a knee or an injury or an ankle away from being done. And, I mean, that's where I kind of hope they get rid of Steve Nash. He stops playing these heavy minutes throughout the entire season. Maybe he gets dialed back to 28 minutes a game. They work on their team, so hopefully their team can hold for a regular season. Exactly. And you look on paper and you're like, oh, man, they got a bunch of good pieces. But then you see it on the floor and you're like, this is a bunch of guards. Well, and the Ben Simmons is a huge question, too, because that is probably a guy that could legitimately help carry a season for you. Right. In, in, in theory, on paper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On paper. Did but you hear about I mean, oh, go ahead. I, it's really not important, but well, they definitely need to trade in some of their guards for some real size yeah, on the wing. Definitely, that's an absolute fact. I would say at this point, keep Blake, keep Claxton, definitely. Yeah. Get rid of Aldridge. Get rid of. I would almost say move off of Drogic and Mills. Get rid of those guys. Keep Curry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and keep Curry. Curry's going to be a great fit along Ben Simmons. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, keep Bruce Brown. Get one more good forward in there somehow. Jeremy Grant? Right. That would be impossible. They'd, I mean, imagine if they sent Bruce Brown back to Detroit for Jeremy Grant. <laughs> that would be nuts. Portland, you know Portland shilling for Jeremy Grant right now. Oh, I know. I, it makes me sick. As if that's going to help them win a chippy. Right, I know. Like, Jeremy Grant's just nothing but a somewhat high-level role player. It's superstar or bust. Like, you either go get another legitimate superstar to put alongside him, or it's not happening. It just isn't. It's not going to fucking happen. Mavs about to be up eight end of the first quarter here. Yep, Mavs looking like they should. There's your next air guy right there. Let's go, Bronson. I'm buying that jersey if they win this series. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm serious, dude. He won it for them. Exactly. I know. He's just he took over a great role. I said it to myself during the Boston game. I said my next jersey is Jalen Brown. Yeah, Jalen Brown played great. Shouts out to the Jays, man. No kidding. What I great- hate the Celtics, but shouts out to the Jays. I am now low-key a Celtics fan for the rest of the playoffs. Is that who you're biting on to? Maybe Miami. Going to be tough on Milwaukee, dude. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. This is going to be a real test for Giannis. Yeah. And a real test for them. Like, you just did it to Kevin Durant. Now you got to do it to Giannis. Who's arguably in his prime right now. Right now. Giannis is the best player alive. That's what I'm on now. Yeah. Watching it against Chicago, you see it. Yeah, It's like, if he gets even a halfway open look at the rim when he's on a drive, which is 97% of the time, he will make it. Oh, and it's like, oh, we have one less guy to take possessions with without Chris Middleton? Okay. Give, give those the honest. That's fine. Right. Exactly. And he's going to play 43. Yeah. Yeah, Giannis just, is the best player alive. It's just so tough, though, with Jokic being there, too. Because imagine that pairing. Imagine. Giannis Jokic? Yeah. Oh, as, your four, th- as your four and five. 
I just don't think it would work. I that would be the most beautiful thing I think we'd ever seen in our lives. That's just outlandish. It would never happen. <laughs> it would be outlandish. But those two are the almost one A, one B right now for me. His best players you think alive. So? Yeah. I mean, Jokic is just something un, unto himself. Yeah, because can a Steph Curry coming off the bench as a six man really be in the conversation as the best player alive? Um, I mean, it's more of like the context of the last two and a half years from Steph Curry. See, I just think out of like these these top five players year, that we right? always talk about, I just think he's the most likely to win a ring. Yeah, because he's got the best core around him. Yeah. Ultimately, they have the best team around them. They have the mm-hmm. team with the most refined identity as well. And you want to know what? I don't think it's that hot of a take. In terms of how like well they play together, the only, the only other team that well, there's like two teams that I see that play like that is like Memphis and Dallas. Yeah. To where they're completely bought in onto what is going on pretty much all the time. Memphis especially. Yes. And the other is just the Luka magic is all that is. Everyone just, system. everyone just follows. Right. Yeah. But it, I mean, they're bought into that though. That's your next series there too. Could it be Memphis versus Golden State? That's tough, tough. Because you talk about two teams that know how to make third quarter runs. Well, you talk about teams that have, have some history, too. That's <laughs> yeah. kind of been brewing the last couple of years. <laughs> Ultimately, though, what a disappointing season for the Brooklyn Nets. At one point, we're the two seed. Comfortable, ready. Kevin Durant goes down with the MCL sprain. Kyrie Irving is a part-time player. I love how that's been conveniently forgotten up until this point, too. Part-time player for most of the season, at least the last quarter of the season. Just not fully ready, it seems. Even after all the few regular season reps that he did get, just never really got the traction. And now Mm -hmm. we're here. He puts up a brilliant game one isn't enough. So apparently he had a talk with himself to change what he was doing and try to open things up for other people, but forgot how to play defense in the transition mm-hmm. and forgot that he's Kyrie Irving and he needs to be taking over like that anyways, because that's what we all expected of a Kyrie KD playoff team. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what can Ben Simmons possibly bring. It's yet to be seen. What kind of passing is going to be there? What kind of defense is going to be there? Nets need to do a little bit of searching. I feel like they've got 60% of their role players correct, but they need to work out that last 40. Mm. That's why I'm giving them next season. And if next season's not it, then it's just not it. Nonetheless, RIP. Yeah, rest in peace. And in bouncing around the rest of the league here really quick as we wrap up, uh, Milwaukee, they're going to put Chicago away. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're, obvi- we're obviously shilling here at the hoop form for the Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> Largely. The whole, Largely. The whole network is shilling for the Dallas Mavericks right now. Uh, so, obviously, we want Dallas to win that. I mean, with Phoenix going Phoenix down, and Nola is not a for sure thing, dude. I Not anymore. Chris Paul. Two of eight from the field, 11 
assists, but th- four turnovers. Looking gassed. Yep, two points. Looking absolutely gassed. That whole team looks gassed. It's nuts. It is nuts. They're exposed without Booker. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, that is what it is. You know, you're exposed without your best player. What a surprise, right? Yeah, completely reasonable. But the reality is, too, and is is this fucking 82 game season and then a fucking oh, playoff. Brunson just about. I'm sorry. Brunson just about yammed it on Hernan Gomez. Oh, you're a little been, bit ahead of me. Would have been filthy. Yeah, you're a little bit ahead of me. I'm about to That's see That's my that. bad. Oh, it's fine. Uh, just so listeners know, we are watching game five here. Oh, yeah, that was close. Game five. Uh, <laughs> Dallas versus Utah. Had it. Oh, man. Yeah, so what are, what are your legitimate thoughts here on uh, Nola uh, Phoenix? Do you think Phoenix will ultimately pull it off? or I mean, what, uh, have you heard anything about the Booker? Like, when is he expected back? First thing I heard was two to three weeks for him. It was two to three weeks for him and three to four weeks for Middleton. So, I mean, that means... It would be like what game four of the next series before he's back three weeks. Like that's still pretty dicey. Yeah. I mean, he's ruled out for game five. This is a legitimate opportunity for new Orleans to take a commanding lead. And what is new Orleans on right now? A hot streak. They made it through the play in they're hot. They have energy. They think they're better with CJ McCollum there. Truth though. Brandon I mean, Ingram is silently stepping up, a guy that we yeah. have never given much light to, but and, and low key started stepping up this season. It's right? just they're, they were such a low seated team that no one's taking them serious. Well, they started out the season one in 15, too. I predicted them to be the worst team in the Western Conference. That's not to mention thing. he's not to mention he's overshadowed by a guy who doesn't even fucking play. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So like they have that going for them at least that they know he's going to be coming back too. And if they can make some kind of run and make an upset in the first round and then add a guy who's allegedly a star. I mean, <laughs> I'm feeling good if I'm and, New and Orleans. To, and, to, and to take down Phoenix. And you I'll, know, all that does opens the door for Dallas. If exactly. Series. Exactly. My I, God, that, that is the break that, any other team that's going to fill that spot needs is exactly someone on the suns gets hurt. They lose the series and that just opens the door. Arguably could open the door for new Orleans, but really when you realistically look at it, you're like, you're opening the door for like Dallas or because how is CJ McCollum going to match up with Brunson? Right. Donchick Dinwiddie. There's no way. Alvarado, okay, yeah. This funny defense you're playing on CP3 is not going to work against Luka. No. It's just not going to work. He's just bigger. <laughs> no, so much he, bigger. he's not. Alvarado is uh, like 5'10". It's Herb Jones, though, is legit. No, that's what I'm saying. Luka is so much bigger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Like, Chris Paul is to size with Jose. Like, it's just, it's so crazy to watch right now. Like, if New Orleans can make it to the next round against Dallas, that gives Dallas a real chance to just gas New Orleans. And then and hopefully they would. Exactly. That's what I'm hopeful for as well. We, I don't know. I feel like some of these close playoff games are because of the refs. Mm-hmm. The refs were allowing some bullshit to happen in the game that we just watched too. Did you hear what uh, Chuck said? No. 
Oh Chuck yeah, said right yeah. After the game, worst, worst, uh, offici- one of the worst officiated games of all time that he's ever seen. Which they always are just making hot takes on that show. But like, that's why they're the best NBA show on TV. There's yeah. no way. There's no way ESPN can touch that. And I th- and I think that series may have just been one of the worst officiated. Yeah. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with rough. Like we want to see that too. But it exactly. gets to a point where it's just like, no, that's just blatant. Like, did you see that one possession at the very Cuban's end? It. I know. They did you see the rebound that Brunson just got? Crazy. Yeah. Got it over two six eight guys. And um Blake Griffin pretty much assaulted Al Horford on Horford's last drive to the basket. Little post up. Mm-hmm. Like Griffin was really putting his ass on the line tonight, which I respect because he looks like he literally changed the tide for the Nets when he came in. Mm-hmm. He literally changed everything. I can't believe I, we are actually sitting here watching Blake Griffin play outstanding defense for the Nets. After a year after the buyout, we're sitting here thinking this guy's so washed, there's no way he can even attempt to play smart defense. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so crazy how the tides turn. But it's just... And uh, Nuggets are going to get capped for sure oh yeah yeah that back door game that they got was nice yeah the whole team was hot is that on tonight no it's tomorrow night tomorrow night at 10 uh minnesota memphis is not a for sure thing either um i feel like if minnesota or if uh memphis just collects their shit and stops trying to cook too much then they'll have that wrapped up easy you think that one's done? I too? think they can win two in a row. I think they can win two in a row at this point. Hmm. We'll see though, because this one they're back in Memphis now. Two of the next three would be in Memphis anyways. I think that's what they need. It's been pretty damn interesting thus far, though. Well, let's see. Let me look up here. I want to see what Cat's last stat line was. Because that was just terrible. Oh, okay. 33 and 14. Mm-hmm. So there's your biggest reason right there. He stopped being a, you know, a real pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he is a pussy still. Uh, we'll go ahead and end it there for now. That was a nice little 30 minutes for you guys. Kind of an instant reaction to the Boston Brooklyn series. And uh, where we stand on that and a little bit of a summary of where we're at with the rest of the series as well. Um, as always, engage with us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The Dip Network. Same name across the board. Easy to find us. Love the content we're putting out. Um, we're covering all sorts of different topics with the show. So it's, uh, it, it's great to see it. And we got something for everyone. So tap into that. Mavs fans for life, as always. Shouts out Luka Doncic. Shouts out <laughs> Jalen Brunson. I am a uh, shill for the Dallas Mavericks now from here on out. So, Shout out Boston Celtics. Yeah, and shouts out Boston. Who just did a magnificent job shutting down two of the best players in the NBA tonight. Mm, might not be two of the best players in the NBA. <laughs> and with that being said, Adam Elder, one more take. Milwaukee and Boston will go seven.
slugfest. This is when I get the chance to put it out there. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, LeBron <laughs> James, Chris Paul, Carmelo James Harden, Russell Westbrook, not going to win a championship, another championship or their first championship before they retire. Wow. It's just all behind them. What was that like six players? An entire generation of superstars, essentially. You can throw Carmelo in there. <laughs> Dwight. You can th- well, he has Davis. one, so he won't win another <laughs> one. I don't know how hot it is to say Anthony Davis is never going to win another one. I don't know if it's That's that too hot. hot right now. Too hot. I right think. Now. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Well. The first names I mentioned, I'm completely locked in on that. So there we go. Hey, before we get out of here, one more thing. One last little footnote here. Toronto just beat Philadelphia. No. Toronto just won 103 to 88 against Philadelphia. The series is tied 2-2. I completely forgot about that series. 2-2. Toronto. Oh, God. If they upset Philadelphia, James Harden is definitely... Definitely washed. Russ level. You've been saying it for weeks. It looks Russ level. It looks Russ-esque. I don't want to hear about how great the passing is. I don't want to hear about the triple-double. Exactly. I don't want to hear about how the passing almost excuses the shooting. It doesn't. Some, Some motherfucker the other day said on a podcast that, I forget who it was, said that, Harden still has the ability to get around people. It's just not there right now. I'm like, no, he does not. It's either there or it or it isn't. It's and it's just not anymore. He has no faith in his driving ability anymore, and it completely cuts off his game. Mm-hmm. Wow, one hundred three to eighty eight. Philadelphia goes down a home game. Mind Ugly you. loss. To a Toronto team that's that brought back Scotty Barnes, still injured. No Classic Fred Embiid tonight choke. either. And beats a choke artist too. I know. That's about to be his real reputation right now. And the thing is, is one of my coworkers today told me, he was like, oh, Embiid won't choke. I'm like, um, have you watched the last two playoffs? I'm like, right. Embiid has choked multiple times. All of- the way back to the Kawhi shot. Yeah, he's kind of been choking. I mean, that shot is bullshit though. But to, was, but imagine imagine the 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 talk after the he if he loses to Toronto again, and then uh, uh, Toronto without a real superstar, and then Miami's just gonna push Toronto out of the way. All those oh, young yeah. guys against the oh, Heat, yeah, uh, dogs, and then that, we're and then we're sitting right back on it because then I'm going Giannis. And we're sitting right back at Milwaukee, Miami. In the and Eastern that Conference is what Finals. we all need. That is what we need. We just need a damn slugfest, a damn My fist fight. God, the real... end of the trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the fucking third episode, dude. And remember, months ago, we talked about this scenario. What happens if Jimmy Butler slices Giannis' throat on oh, national television? I fucking love it, dude. <laughs> 
it just means that the Eastern Conference is Game of Zone or Game of Thrones at this point. LeBron was there to rule it all for years, and then it turns into Game of Thrones as soon as it's everything is up for grabs. Yeah. And while the Western Conference apparently is just like Dune or something. Western Conference is a shit show. It is. Uh, we got to get out of here, though. We're it's well a Tarantino past, movie. We're well past <laughs> our closing here. Uh, peace.